anywhere, before y'all sit down, before we do anything else, I want everybody just do this simple thing. Smile one time, put your hand up and say, thank you, Lord. Hey, man, boy, I tell you what, hey, I thank God I've got the ability to build put some money in there. I thank God. He's taking care of us. Amen, amen. Boy, I tell you what, I've, all morning, I don't know, and I don't know how we, we, we do this. I mean, we're, we're fleshed. And we get into like a little lull. <clears throat> you remember last Sunday, I, I was all excited. And it wasn't because of past appreciation. I mean, I thank y'all. I do thank y'all for everything y'all did. But it wasn't because of that. It was because I was saved. And you know what? I'm still as saved today as I was last Sunday. Thank God. But we find ourselves oftentimes getting like in a little lull. And that's because of flesh. You know, I mean, our flesh, it, it, uh, sin, sin causes that. I tell you this, I wish I didn't sin, but I sin. Uh, every one of us sin. But, uh, and that's what causes our issues. See, if there would have been no sin, there would have been no death. <clears throat> See, that's what caused man to sin. Uh, you let me tell you the reason you die. It, you ain't going to die because of what you eat. It's used in how you die. But whenever an individual dies, it's not because of you took care of yourself. It ain't because of... Uh, you you uh, you took medicine or this or that. The reason every one of us dies because of sin. Every one of us. If you did if you didn't sin, you'd live forever. That's the reason Jesus could not have died upon the cross. Jesus could not die upon the cross until he commended himself, the, his spirit to his father, because Jesus would have hung there. Because he was a man of no sin. Uh, you know how Jesus, if, when, you know, and, and this right here was kind of, uh, uh, brother, uh, brother Daniel preached this one night. I really enjoyed it. But how, how the Lord Jesus Christ, see, he's God. And for him, see, he did not conquer the devil as God. That would have been easy to do. Jesus did not conquer the devil as God. He laid aside his glory. He laid aside his power. He laid aside, because man sinned, he beat the devil as a man. Yet he was God. Boy, I tell you what, you think the devil didn't see that one coming? He said he laid his glory aside. I can kill him. But he didn't realize. He didn't realize. How big God is. Boy, I tell you what, I got all morning I've been like in a little lull. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, 
I'm probably one of the ones to be honest with you. I've been a little old this morning. I was in it last night. Don't know what. I think it's mental. I think mentally I'm crazy half time. I, I think it's hereditary. I got it from my family and their family and their family. It's passed down. We, uh, I was telling somebody the other day, I was up there, had to run up there and get my medicine. And uh, I told one of them, they said, <clears throat> one of them, they, if I don't take it, I start getting sick. And it's like a nerve medicine. And they said, Lance, does it work? I said, it, it, sometimes it feels like it don't. Then I crush it and snort it. And I try to get it in my system as quick as I can. You know, I'll do anything to feel normal. I like to feel normal. But sometimes you get in that law. And I was sitting right back here just to thank you, praying, reading in the scripture and haven't even noticed what I was going to be reading this morning, a part of it. And it was the same song that I was playing whenever I walked in here. And I want to play this song for you. I want you to think about how much God loves his children. We're going to try this. This is on YouTube, but... Too busy 
Consider the lilies. Consider the lilies. <clears throat> why, why, I mean, why would you consider the lilies? Number one, that's what Jesus said. You say, well, what, do you, what does it mean there to consider the lilies? God takes care of the little things. How much more you think he's going to take care of his child? That would be to say as I cut the grass there at the house. I take care of the yard. But how much more would I take care of my kids than I would my grass? Boy, I tell you what, God cares for his children. The title of the message this morning is His Kingdom Come. His Kingdom Come. If you'll turn to Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, we're going to start in verse number 9. We're going to start off with the, with the model prayer. Uh, this is only a prayer that a child of God can pray. You say, well, you know, you ever see where they get together at a football game or something and the kids all come together and say, the uh, the Lord the, the the Lord's prayer the Lord's model prayer say our Father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name you ever see that <clears throat> you know the only ones that can say that's a child of God if you'll notice this prayer is not Jesus's prayer because Jesus looks at God in a different sense of Father than what we do. He was giving the disciples a prayer. He says, you'll get down there in it, he says, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our trespasses. Was Jesus praying that? No. Jesus never sinned. This is a model prayer to help us to grow in, in, in Christ, in God, and to, to seek him. But I'm on, uh, starting verse number 9. Don't mind, I'm going to put these glasses on. 
says, After this manner, therefore pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. If you don't forgive an other individual for their sin, if somebody has done something towards you and you cannot forgive them, the Bible plainly says that your heavenly Father will not forgive you. That's plain and simple. So if you've got aught with somebody, then you've got sins you cannot get rid of. You say, what do you mean? Well, the Bible says our sins have separated us from God. Where their sin is, God's not. Remember that. Remember where sin is, God is not. He says, moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites, of a sad countenance, and they disfigure their face, and they appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Now, we would go back to verse number one. You'll find out that there's three rewards that men are seeking, and they're seeking today. Number one is attention with money, almsgiving. Number two, attention with prayer. Number three, Attention for fasting. That's the three things that Jesus warned of and says, hey, if, if people know what you're doing, if you're doing it for their, you just received your reward right there. But if you do it to the glory of God, for his reward, the Bible says lay up treasures in heaven. I tell you this, I'd rather be broke here on this earth and wealthy in heaven than to be wealthy here and broke in heaven. See, that's what we're fixing to get into. We're fixing to see that everybody wants wealth in this world, but satisfied with being in poverty in heaven. I tell you this, we've got things messed up. The Lord says, lay up not treasures here on earth, but lay them up in heaven. I'm telling you this, there's something coming. There's something coming. Let me tell you what it is. It's Jesus Christ. He's a coming, and his kingdoms are coming. And I tell you what, a lot of us is going to be in foul shape. I've come to the conclusion. You say, well, I'm saved. I'm saved. The Bible says, saved so as by fire. We know there's going to be there's going to be some in charge in heaven, and there's going to be workers in heaven. Well, I'll tell you this, why would you need somebody in charge if there ain't going to be somebody doing something? 
Well, I tell you what, I don't, I, I'm afraid, I, I'm telling you this. Let me tell you what scares me. I'll be a garbage man in heaven. You say, boy, you've done went way out there. I'm just being honest with you. I'm going to tell you, there's time for us to realize that heaven, hey, the new heaven, the new earth, there's going to be priorities there. You remember Jesus, Jesus the disciples' uh, mama, the one of the disciples' mama said, let, let him sit on this side of you and let this, one, let this one sit on the other side of you in the kingdom. And Jesus said, that's not mine to decide but my father's. Let me tell you this, there's going to be people in charge in heaven and there's going to be people that's not in charge. Let me tell you, heaven is very, very concealed. It's concealed. There's a, lot, there's a little bit that we do know, but there's a lot of heaven that's concealed. The Bible says that Jesus told uh, uh, God, God told uh, John, uh, John the, the revelator and he told Paul he said he said hey do not there's things you write down there's things you don't you know Paul said there was things that was there was unlawful for, for me for me to pin down <clears throat> let me tell you he, I mean, let me tell you heaven's going to be great heaven's going to be great it's going to be way way better than the altar that's burning and baking in a devil's hell. But he says, Thou appear unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret, that thou Father which see in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth where moth and, and rust doth corrupt, but where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasures is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eyes and therefore thy eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else will he hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, for what shall ye eat, or what shall ye drink, nor yet for your body, what shall ye put on? If not the life, is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, not neither do they reap, nor gather into their barns, yet the heaven... Heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you taking thought can add one cubit unto his statue? For what take ye thought for, for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that 
Even Solomon and all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for the morrow shall take Thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Brother Jeff, would you pray? Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Bless God. Mm, yes. Yes, God. Amen, amen. You know, that we know that there are seasons. The Bible speaks of seasons. I remember one time Brother, uh, Brother Percy had said, he said, sometimes I don't feel like going to church. He said, you know what I do? He said, I go anyway. He said, because it ain't about how I feel, it's about what God requires. Amen. <clears throat> After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The first thing we have to realize is God is holy. If you can't realize, if you can't come to the conclusion that God's holy, see, the rest of your relationship will be void. Because God is holy, and the only way that I can... Uh, represent him is in a holy atmosphere. And that holy atmosphere would consist of me being, living my life Christ-like. Holy is his name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Well, I, got, I read that last night, and you know what the first thing I thought of? And I wrote it down in my Bible, no sin on earth. No sin on earth. See, the earth's full of sin. There's sin every which direction you look today. It don't matter. You grab your phone, you you whatever you do, there's sin everywhere. And I tell you, it's this the the way the world is today. I look back and see oftentimes how such people could be so godly. You say, well, you know, I mean, every man's equal. I believe that. 
But you've seen where men, you know why they were so godly? They were separated. They were separated from this world. They wasn't glued to a phone. They wasn't glued to a TV. They wasn't glued to, a, you know, through, through Facebook and all these things. And I, I mean, everything can have its purpose for good. But everything, I've said this numerous times. I believe welfare was created for a good reason. Welfare was created for a good reason. It was to, to help the widows and the elderly. But anything that is created for good oftentimes is manipulated and become used for evil. While you say, well, well I mean, I, I, I'll give you one example. I remember Carrie's grandma. Uh, I think she got, if I'm not mistaken, one time got $19 a month and somebody right down the road got 400 and they were just too sorry to work. And I mean, she, she was an elderly lady on a fixed income. She got $19 a month. There was a man and woman with kids right down the road got $480 a month on welfare and both of them were just too sorry to go. See, that's just like everything else. That phone may be created for a good reason for me to call, call you when I'm in a bind, but I can tell you what, most people, it's done been manipulated. They live by it. They live by it. And I tell you this, I'm going to go ahead and say this from the pulpit. Probably shouldn't say this, but kids, when I call y'all, answer your phone because I know y'all got it on you. You call your kids, you can't get them. You know they're glued to them. And then they say, I didn't even know you called. I didn't know you called. That's, that's just a little plus there for some of you kids that got kids that's got a phone. But he says right here, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We know that there's a coming kingdom that we should be praying for where there's no sin. There's a kingdom with no said. That, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's no sin in heaven. We know that. Verse number uh, 11. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. You know what that means? You say, well, you think God tempts you? You think God tempts you? What he's simply saying here is, Asking for God not to leave us in trials. See, that's how God builds us through trials. He don't tempt us. He don't he He don't tempt us with evil. He don't do that. But I tell you this, most people, most people that have you ever heard somebody say, Well, God put me in this situation? God didn't put you in that situation. That was your foolishness that put you in that situation. And and don't be a blaming God for something he didn't do. If we forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Do you know there's a coming kingdom that there'll be no need for forgiveness? Everybody will be in complete unity and happiness. I want to share some things I wrote down about this coming kingdom. 
we, might, we probably won't be here long here this morning. I just want to try to encourage you with some of the things that God's put, that, that's allowed me to write down. As you know, I always say we sometimes we'll get up here and preach guts out. Sometimes get up here and teach you. It's just, hey, it's all in God's hands. I won't do it just the way God has it. I can tell you this. I can tell something's not right this morning. I can tell that for sure. <clears throat> you say, well, well, what is it? I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue, but I can tell. I can tell when you ain't been praying like you should. I can tell when I ain't been praying like I should. I can tell. It reflects back on Sunday service. He will be the all-knowing wise king. Upon his kingdom, he knows all things. So if you know all things, you know how to eliminate all evil doing. You know where all evil doing is? He's done, hey, it's already, they're all baking in hell. Sin's burning. Sin's a burning. Number two, he will be the all-powerful protector. Boy, I tell you what, you ain't never known power like this king. You ain't never known power. Boy, I tell you what, it, it's, it, what what's so great about this You'll have kings and, and well, you got uh, presidents and all that stuff now. Uh, but you, you have a king that no one, no one will try. That's powerful. That's power. Number three, Jesus, King Jesus, the great ruler. These were just some titles that I uh, go back. The all-knowing wise King Jesus, all-powerful protector, King Jesus, great ruler, and the true righteous king. The true righteous king. See, we're all, every one of us that's born again will be in this kingdom. If you've never been born again, you'll be in the alternative. That's in hell. See, you're even going to be in one place or the other. This kingdom, when, when, when he says praying here, thy kingdom come, this kingdom will allow no sin. No sin will be able. You won't even be able to sin in heaven. You realize that? You know why? Because everything of sin will be restricted. There'll be no sin in heaven. Oh, I tell you what. You know what that means? That means that. You know what that means? There's no repercussions in heaven. There's no repercussions of doing wrong in this kingdom. <clears throat> no sin allowed in the completed presence of God our Father. For where God is, where God is, sin flees. <clears throat> Romans chapter 14, verse number 17 says this. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. 
It is simply saying that it will not be of material, but spiritually led. Everything will be spiritually led. What is righteousness? Number one, what is righteousness? That's perfect uprightness in daily walking. Doing right continuously. Boy, I tell you this, most people must not like to even hear this stuff. Everybody likes a little pet sins. Boy, I tell you what, it should give an amen and encouragement there to live upright every day, in and out, in and out. No sin, no separation. We see Jesus. Number two, peace. What is peace? That's perfect peace with God continually, daily walking as peacemaker with God's children. There'll be no controversies in heaven. Wow. No controversy. Man, you know what that means? That means there'll be no Facebook in heaven, buddy. There'll be no Facebook in heaven because there'll be no controversy. People won't have stuff to talk about. Everything's going to be great all the time. Can you imagine? The Bible says that we can't not even perceive what God has in store for us. You know why he has that in store for you? Because you're his child. He's given us an inheritance because of what he's done. Number three, joy. What is joy? That is perfect union. Perfect union and intimate love through the Holy Spirit continually. You know how your heart feels when you, when, you know, you get excited through love? Uh, have you ever been separated from, like, your, your, your wife or, or your husband or your child or something for a period of time? And the first time you see them, that excitement and joy that, that fills your heart. Isn't he feeling that way all the time? We're going to be, hey, I believe everybody's going to walk around with heaven and smile on the face. You ain't never going to have a bad day. You know why? You know why you'll never have a bad day? Because there's only one day in heaven. It's a continuous day. They ain't even no night. We're going to get into a little bit of that here. I'm going to share some things I wrote down about some things in heaven that we won't have to worry with that we have to worry with today. But verse number 10 says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Are we praying and preparing for this kingdom? See, this is why I fail. This is why I fail. I believe oftentimes I spend more time preparing for my little kingdom here instead of preparing for the kingdom to come. There's a kingdom coming where we'll live eternally. 
And I'm going to say, you say, well, most people say, well, what's the things you can take to heaven with you? Well, the only thing you can take to heaven with you is another child of God, family. But let me tell you this, there's things you can send on before you get there. And that's these rewards. How do you receive these rewards for obedience? That's the reason I say most of us when we get to heaven is going to be broke paupers compared to the riches that some may have for living a godly life. There's crowns that we can receive, but this is beyond the crowns. The Bible says lay up your treasures in heaven. These crowns will place at the feet of Jesus because he's the only one worthy to wear a crown. Are we praying and preparing for this kingdom? Because most of us don't believe this kingdom's going to come to pass. In time, in time, this kingdom will come. But we don't live our life that way. We live our lives thinking that most of us will live for a long time here. That's the way we live our life. That's the way we bo uh, base a lot of the things we do on. That's the reason we, we try to further our banking account. That's the reason we try to further education. That's the reason we, we, we uh, try to further our retirement here. Because most of us believe we're going to live here for a, for a long, long time. But a long time here compared to eternity is nothing. I ain't saying be prepared for what's going to happen 20 years from now or 10 years from here. No, the Bible says otherwise. The Bible says, hey, don't worry about tomorrow. Well, I tell you what, what would happen if we quit worrying about tomorrow and today all we thought about was the kingdom of heaven? The Bible says God take care of us. <clears throat> this kingdom will be the fulfillment will of God undisturbed. I want you to think about this for a second. Adam and Eve was created, the will of God. <clears throat> but yet sin disturbed that. We are fixing to enter into a kingdom one day. When thy kingdom come, when Jesus is crowned King of kings, Lord of lords, this is going to be a kingdom that will never be disturbed again. There ain't nobody going from the other side going to try to rise up and defeat Jesus. You know why? You know why? Because he's God. You can't defeat God, my friend. Eternally, the will of God will be fulfilled the way he intended it from the very beginning. This is just something to encourage you with this morning. To think upon. That once we enter into this kingdom, 
There'll be no turning back. What a blessing. What a blessing to know for eternity. For eternity and eternity. I meant just on beyond time. Jesus is still on the throne. We see so much trouble coming from every side today. But soon there will be no more trouble for a child of God. Boy, can I can I uh, get a little something on that? You won't have to worry about your job no more. Won't have to worry about the government stepping in and messing everything up. beyond my mind. I woke up this morning, going to come to church, got everything ready, got all our junk together, got out there in my truck, going to fire it up, truck wasn't great. I said, Lord, I got to feed, I got to put Nola in there with them puppies. This is how I'm going to be late for church. And right then, just trouble, just, just something to get on your mind. Thought about it, my little jumper was in the truck, hooked it up one side of the battery, wouldn't do nothing, went over to the other side, Lord, I need your help, Lord, this morning, please help. Put the other side and fire right up and come on church. But there was troubles this morning. A simple thing that I wouldn't, I mean, that, that oftentimes we overlook every morning waking up and hitting a, hitting a, a starter and going right on. Sunday morning, the truck won't crank. Can you imagine eternity with no troubles? Well, I tell you what, I don't know if you're going to drive a vehicle in eternity or not. But I can tell you this, it ain't never going to not crank. It'll fire right up every time you touch it. You say, boy, I, I, I don't, I'll probably never drive again in eternity. Because I've done said it numerous times. I'm flying everywhere I go. Y'all going to look up there and there goes Lance. I'm flying everywhere. You say, well, you, well, I've said that before. We know Jesus can be from one place into the other. And he can walk through walls. We know all these things. I'm going to have a glorified body fashion just like his. <clears throat> the Lord has said, child, I'm going to bring you to a wonderful, glorious place. Find faith and joy in that. He's coming to take us home. Eventually, time will cease of wickedness and sin and we'll live in a kingdom that knows no sin no more. Joy, righteousness, peace, eternity, eternal. I don't think some of y'all want to go there. Think about it. Think about it. <clears throat> His term 
The Lord's term is eternal. There'll never be another election. When God crowns Jesus King, there'll never be another election. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. His term is eternal. When Jesus Christ is crowned king. There's five things I wrote down here, and we we about done already. It'll be the shortest message of preaching. His term is eternal. When Jesus Christ is crowned king, number one, we'll have the greatest economy. We'll have the greatest economy you say how can you figure that when Jesus Christ is king will have the greatest economy because that which is valuable will be walked upon so let me tell you this do you not realize how great an economy is when you walk on gold That's a great economy. You say, well, I never really thought about it that way. When Jesus Christ is king, we'll have the greatest economy. Number two, we'll have the greatest climate. I'm just using some of these things in perspective of what they're talking about today. You say, well, how will you know that we have the greatest climate? Because the sun puts off ozones that protects us that they claim that the climate is destroying, that, that we as human beings are destroying. Can I tell you this, my friend? We'll have no sun no more. The Bible says there's no need for the sun nor the moon. We'll have the greatest climate. Hey, there'll be no more sunscreen. There'll be no more sunscreen for our glorified bodies. The sun and the moon will no longer exist and the Lord's the light. Number one, we'll have the greatest economy. Number two, we'll have the greatest climate. Number three, will have the greatest police reform. You say, well, how do you say there'll be the greatest police reform? Because there'll be no crime. There'll be the greatest police. Hey, there'll be no correction facilities in heaven. We ain't got to worry about some of our kids going there. Number four, we'll have the greatest health reform. No death, praise God, no need for mandates. You'll not have a mandate for your body in heaven under this administration. 
This administration is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Boy, I tell you what. I thank God we should be praying for this day to come continuously. Number five. Oftentimes I do things in fives because I believe five is a number of grace. Number five. Number one, greatest economy will have the greatest climate, the greatest police reform, greatest health reform, and the greatest security system. You know what? The gates will be open, but sin can't come in. That'd be no crime. Bible says in the city there'll be 12 gates. And every one of them's open. And let me tell you this, nothing wrong comes in. Boy, I tell you what, this is a leader here. This is a king. This is one that we should be longing for. That's what he was saying when you pray, thy kingdom come, Lord, come get us and take us on into this time. We know the kingdom's coming. You say, well, how's that? You remember whenever the devil told Jesus when he said, uh, you, we, please don't send us before our time. They thought he was coming to establish his kingdom then. He was coming to establish a, a, a sin purchase. See, that's what he did his first time. That's the reason a lot of times Jews and things, they, don't, they, they believe when Jesus comes, he's going to set up his kingdom. That's the reason they don't think that was him that come. He's coming to set up his kingdom. I'm going to tell you this, this is a, that time he come, he, he, he purchased his bride. Boy, I tell you what. Verse number 19. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and, and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. What we work so hard for on this earth will be provided eternally by God. What we work for so much on this earth. What is that? Three things. Food, comfort, and happiness. That's what every one of us work for. You say, I mean, you work for food, don't you? Well, I tell you what, most of us could stand out there and I mean, have a little sign on. I'm telling you what, that'd be a good shirt to have made up, Miss Sherry. I'll work for food. I will. I'll work for food. I'll work for food every time I go to work because uh, I like to eat. You see them people holding them signs out, I'll work for food. i tell you this, that's what each one of us do. You work to have the money to obtain food. You work to obtain comfort. What is comfort? Most of the time a home, a shelter. And three, happiness. Well, most of us think you can buy happiness. That's what most of us think we can't. But see, all these three will be provided. 
Jesus said, I'm going to prepare you a mansion. Where I am, there you may be also. See, God provides it all for his children for eternity. Verse number 20, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Treasures in heaven is obtained by rewards of faithful service. Lay up in treasures in heaven by faithful service. How faithful have you been to the cause of Christ? How faithful have we been to the glorification of the Lord Jesus Christ and promoting him above all other? Goes back to say, some may be broke in heaven. I'm just using that as a figure of speech. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think money is going to really be the main object of heaven. But I do know this. There's importance of these treasures. Jesus said lay them up there. <clears throat> so what, so what's your worth in heaven? Think about that. Look at your bank account here. And you see what your worth is. Take your house, take all these things, put it all together, and you can see your net worth. If you take all your bills and all that stuff and subtract them from it, you see really what your, what your value's worth. But what's your net worth in heaven? The Lord said, don't lay up your treasures here on earth, lay them up in heaven. <clears throat> what's my worth? In verse number 33, and this is it, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. First and foremost, seek the Lord your God. Above all, seek God, and the rest will be taken care of. Seek God. Seek God. God and His righteousness. Seek His glory. Most often time, what we do is we stay so confounded by what this world has to offer. There's a kingdom coming. And in this kingdom, Our Lord and Savior sits upon the throne. If you can't find joy in nothing today, know that you'll be a citizen of his kingdom. A citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Not trying to figure out what tomorrow brings. Not trying to figure out how to pay this or, uh, or to do this. Or having health issues. Or having problems and troubles from every direction. 
because a citizen of this kingdom will never more again no trouble nor strife. Child of God, focus upon this kingdom coming. Focus upon this kingdom coming. Say, well, how do you know it's getting? It's getting well, look, we're close. We're close. We're close because prophecy has been fulfilled. Everything's, everything's lining up. And his kingdom's going to come. And when it does, where will you be? If you lost, if you lost, when Jesus is crowned King of Kings and Lord of Lords, you'll be screaming and burning in the devil's hell with him too. I like where I'm going. I'm excited about where I'm going. The righteous ruler. The almighty, all-powerful king. Jesus. The Bible says that his, at his name he's about and confess that he is Christ. He's king. Holy God and Heavenly Father, we love you. God, we thank you. God, none of this would be possible without Jesus coming and paying our sins debt. God, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. And I pray Lord, that thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. That your will may be done on earth as it is in heaven. Help us, God, to focus upon you instead of these things here. God, help us to have spiritually, spirit-filled eyes. Focus upon you and you alone. Bless as only you can, Father. We're going to love you and thank you and praise you because you are so worthy. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you will, stand. I tell you what, if you don't know if you're going to go to this kingdom, you best be getting money right.